Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And you know what that means. It means time once again to uh, talk cars, specifically any trouble you might be having with your car, your truck, your van, and uh, you need to bring it in for some service at your favorite deal, your favorite shop, and you want to know uh, before you walk in that door what could be ailing. Well, we have just the guy to help us out here. His name is Nick Stoffel. He happens to run a place called Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. He is an ASC certified technician, knows his stuff, and he's helped us out here on CCO for so many years. Nick, good morning to you. How are you? How was your week? It was a wonderful week. I, uh, um, I actually spent a few days in Atlanta down at the Napa Auto Parts, uh, getting a little uh, little education and bringing some stuff home back to share with the guys. Oh, really? Some uh, some new things? Can you share anything with us, or is it top, <laughs> top secret? <laughs> I don't think there's anything too top secret, but just, you know, mostly process procedures. They're trying to find ways to better serve us and the do-it-yourselfers. We spent a lot of time talking about that segment of the market, too, as we have always said we uh, I really do enjoy when we have listeners that have the skills and the aptitude and the willingness to take tackle some of these projects. So it's uh, it's nice to see. Well, it's it's always interesting to me when uh, you and I talk uh, each week, and we have callers that maybe aren't necessarily do-it-yourselfers, but some people will give it a try to do this or that, whatever the case may be. But these days, I'm surprised because you and your uh, crew uh, at uh, Lloyd's. I mean, you have to deal with some pretty high-tech stuff, and let alone no room to work in these uh, engine compartments. Oh, it's definitely changed, as, as you know, and it uh, said there, like the tools, procedures. However, we do have a lot more resources available to folks, you know. I mean, you can you know, always look online or find a manual, and if you have the patience and willingness to invest in the right tooling and taking the time to you know figure things out, there are still quite a few things you can do. No, I caution you, obviously. If, uh, if you're not comfortable, you can oftentimes create bigger problems by attempting something that's maybe a little over your head. So always uh, take the time to get the education. If you're, you know, it, it seems so silly, but some, sometimes as simple as a headlight, you know, some of these newest vehicles require the removal of the bumper to put a headlight in. So yeah. you're, you're right on. It seems that they really changed, but it doesn't mean everything's not uh, possible. So, um, honestly, get online, educate yourself, you know, learn, learn a little bit. So when you come into your, as you said, for years, you go into your shop, your dealer, your mechanic, technician, you have a little more information, you're a little more prepared to have those conversations. And it really does help us on our side of the counter to get to the bottom of the problem quicker. Yeah, absolutely. It helps everybody. 
if uh, you need a little help, and uh, we're already getting text messages, if you have some uh, issues with your personal vehicle, uh, you don't have to be a do-it-yourselfer. Uh, if you just have problems with your car and you want to know what's wrong going on, call or text 651-461-9226. You know the number, 651-461-9226. Here's one. It says, uh, Nick, good morning, uh, great car show. I have a 2018 Toyota 4Runner. So far, since they've owned the vehicle, the battery has gone dead, where I have to get a jump three times, have replaced the battery once. I've had the vehicle checked, the battery checked, and have been told nothing's wrong with the battery or the vehicle. Any ideas why this continues to happen? Well, I would, uh, that's always, the intermittent problem is always frustrating. Now, I can say with most most confidence, there's always the, the exceptions of the rule, but typically as the battery's fully charged, it's tests and it passes, it's likely okay. There's a few scenarios where there might be a bad cell or shorted cell, but if you give it a good load test and it passes, I believe that it should be fine. So maybe we can take the battery out of the equation. The next thing, um, and you know, um, oftentimes, we have other people in our vehicle, maybe they leave a light on, a child doesn't close the door. Sometimes something will happen, it'll cause that battery to drain, we're not aware of it. And then you come up to the vehicle instead, and of course you're frustrated, you're in a hurry, you don't realize that that door was slightly ajar or whatever it may be. So I would ask that listener to very, you know, for the next few uh, next few times to try to pay close attention, make sure everything, you know, the, the mirror wasn't done with the light on or the, the dome light wasn't switched on, the doors were closed, little, little things like that that we don't notice. And then finally, if um, if you happen to get in the vehicle and, you know, maybe when you do get it started or the last time you've driven the vehicle, you notice something a little bit weird, like I shut the car off, but I noticed something different. Make notes. You know, maybe the next time you start the car, not an issue. Or maybe the next time you do start the vehicle, there, there is a problem there. So, unfortunately, when we get the vehicle into our possession or any 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 shop, dealership, you know, whoever it may be, um, we can only take a look at the information that we have at that moment. Now, sometimes there's computer code that can kind of look into the past, but oftentimes if we don't experience the problem you're experiencing, it's very difficult to try to figure out what happened. So any information they can collect is always very helpful. I mean, I'm thinking back of uh, what um... – uh, you guys, uh, you and your buddy uh, Dan, have called. I think the phrase is a parasitic draw. Is that correct? Correct, correct. I mean, so you know, and it isn't always a headlight or a light bulb. Sometimes it, it's it's possible that there's a a motor or a computer even that's not powering down properly, and when that happens, it can have a, a, a an amp draw. You know, a little bit of power going through the system that you're not even aware of. The vehicle sits over the over the weekend amp draw, you know, a little bit of power going through the system that you're not even aware of. The vehicle sits over the over the weekend or, or um, a couple of days, sometimes even overnight, and it'll wear that battery down. So what we do is if the vehicle still having to drain as such, we'll hook up our voltmeter, determine the amount of the uh, draw. Then we go to the fuse panel and go through each circuit to try to determine which part of the vehicle this is coming from. And then you know, it, it's a dissection. Then you go to that part of the vehicle, you figure out, okay, I have this whole circuit that there's a problem within this circuit. What is on this circuit? What sensors, what components, what parts, whatever it may be. And then you start going to each one of those individual pieces to try to determine if there's a shorted wire, some corrosion, a bad motor, whatever it may be. 
but it's uh, sometimes very time consuming, which can be costly, I know, but uh, it's also kind of rewarded too when you get to the bottom of things for yeah. folks. Great detective work. So, yeah, Ed is calling in from Worthington, I do believe, uh, this morning. Ed, thank you. What's your question for Nick? Uh, got an old 10 Dodge Caravan. I was wondering if there's a service bullets in a recall. It's a power steering pump that wheels when you turn, but seems to be fine when you're relaxed. What could be, what can we do to save it? So, uh, Danny, if you recall, I feel like we had a similar uh, text or maybe last week. And oftentimes, um, when, you, when you're when steering the vehicle, you're putting that pump under a little bit more of a load because you're now asking that pump to create some pressure to assist making the steering motion easier. So if we're having some noise associated with that, the pump's working very hard. So it's, it's yelling at you. Uh, let's check the fluid. If the fluid is full. Okay, that's good. If it's not, we need to figure out if there's a leak. Let's look at the condition of the fluid. If that fluid is becoming very dark and dirty and looks like it's kind of grainy or whatever it may be, maybe it's time to have that service. And that's probably my first recommendation if there's not a leak is get the, get some fresh fluid in there. Give that pump the opportunity to work properly uh, and see if it doesn't um, rebound back from having that problem. I, I don't, honestly, I don't know if there's a recall or service bulletin. If you do take the vehicle identification number, contact the dealer, or even go online. A lot of times you can enter that information to find out if there's any active uh, recalls of such. But I, I would uh, tell the listener here that I would um, probably start looking at the fluid, likely changing the fluid out. Um, I think that'll probably make it better because the symptom is only when it's under load, not all the time. So it seems like the pump is still working somewhat. So let's give that a shot and see if it doesn't help out. All right, very good. Now, Nick, hang on. We're going to take a break, take, uh, get more calls and text messages coming in on our uh, Car Care Show. 61 degrees now. Could be some shower activity off and on here uh, in the Twin Cities and surrounding areas. But again, right now, 61 on our way today to near 73. Going to be a nice Mother's Day tomorrow. Don't forget, Mom. Uh, we'll have highs on Sunday with a chance of showers, about 74. Again, 61. News Talk 830 WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's uh, Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with uh, Nick Stoffel, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive on Beautiful. Maybe a little wet this morning. I'm not sure. Grand Avenue. Nick, for those that don't know, where is Lloyd's located there on Grand? Well, uh, as you said, it's in lovely uh, on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. If you're ever out to lunch or walking the, walk the strip there, we're at 982 Grand Avenue. If you ever have a question or any little little assistance, uh, our phone number is 651-228-1316. And as always, if you're on your device, your tablet, computer, you can check us out at lloydsautomotive.net. Very good. And uh, Nick will uh, give us that uh, info before uh, he leaves us, which is about 745, just ahead of Jack Farrell's wine chat. A lot of text, a lot of calls uh, this morning. Uh, one thing before we get to Phil's phone call. Uh, as you know, Nick, we always get uh, once in a while some great uh, replies from our listeners who have had similar experiences. Uh, here's one about the uh, the battery drain problem. Uh, this texter says, I had that battery problem. It was a bad top post connector on my ground on the battery that uh, turned out to be the culprit there, at least in that case. But, uh, of course, like yeah, you said, the, yeah. 
like you said, uh, informed listeners sharing their experiences yeah. helps others uh, find a problem. So, you know, if the if the, the texter is listening, they can go out to that uh, that battery. If you can grab that cable, you know, and firmly, if you can try to move the cable back and forth, up and down, it shouldn't move at all. So if it uh, if it has a little bit of wiggle to it, we got an issue there where maybe we need to remove that connection, clean it, and re re resecure yeah. it. So. Um, something somebody could probably do on their own for a little 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 homework. Yeah, very good. We we'll appreciate that. All right, let's grab a phone call. Phil calling in from Minneapolis, I believe. Thanks for waiting, Phil. What's your question for Nick? Hi, I've got a 06 uh, Toyota Camry, and recently um, the brake light on the dash, brake light and ABS light have come on. I never used the parking brake. Though since the light has come on, I have engaged and disengaged the parking brake, um, but the light stays on. Uh, it doesn't seem like um, the brakes are on. I mean, it drives and coasts like it's not being, you know, like the brakes aren't are not on. But any uh, any ideas or any service or what? Well, typically the the red light is usually associated with the brake fluid or the parking brake. So, if the um, a little challenge for the, the the caller there is if you go out and you carefully focus on that red light, and if you apply um, the parking brake, see if the if the light's a little bit brighter. See if it flickered a slight change in that light, because it'll tell us that uh, that 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 circuit added another ground to that light to make it a little little brighter. So if it's nothing related to the parking brake switch, it could also be a, a, a level sensor in the master cylinder. So I would ask that the caller to open the hood, look at the brake fluid level inside that little reservoir. You know, I might need just a little bit, not very much, because if it had gone down a bit, the float on that sensor has dropped, causing the light to come on. So it could be as simple as that. Now, Keep in mind, if the fluid is a little bit low, it's because the brakes have become worn, which means that the pistons and the calipers have pushed out because the pads have worn. So that might be a telltale sign that you might be due for some brakes. Okay. If the, flu- if the fluid, go ahead, I'm sorry, Danny. Oh, all right. Good. Thanks, Phil. Oh, oh. Um, so it, go ahead. No, you go ahead, Nick. Finish up. All right, I'll be quick here. Um, if the fluid is very low, it's possible that we have a leak somewhere, maybe a seal in a caliper or something like that. So th- this is something with brakes. We always say safety first, right? So if there's something related to brake lights are on, we don't want to just assume to ignore it. it. It's driving fine. It must be okay. It might be okay today, but in a dire situation, it may not. So check the parking brake switch like I described. Kind of apply, release it. Look at the dash. See if, it, uh, if the dimness or the brightness that changes on that indicator if not, check the fluid level. If those things are still fine, I would get a hold of my shop and say, okay, here's what's going on. He mentioned the ABS light also, which could be because of the light or it could be the cause of the problem. Maybe there's something within one of those sensors that's not working correctly. So I know the car's got a few years on it, but when it comes to brakes and steering, you got to be able to turn, you got to be able to stop. So um, I would t- tell that uh, caller to go one step further if necessary. Oh, yeah. Like you said, it's a safety issue. So. By all means. Uh, Texter says this, Nick, a 2008 uh, Mazda Tribute, hearing suspension clunking sounds as tires pass over any gaps in concrete. 
uh, loudest at slow speeds, immediately uh, immediate fix, or do you think it can wait a week or so? Uh, we have a lot of those concerns this time of the year, as we know why. Uh, the, the roads haven't been the best. It's done after you know a, a winter of uh, as much snow as we had, a lot of wear and tear on the steering suspension components. Things have warmed up. Things have dried out. We're starting to hear some of these creaks and rattles. I would say, um, you know, I, I don't want to ever tell someone to ignore something that has caused them to ask, right? So if you're, if you're asking, you're concerned, you should probably get it looked at. Now, it might be something like a stabilizer link, which isn't going to be a dire situation where if you can wait a week, you're probably okay. But if it's something along the lines of a ball joint or a tie rod, it might not be the same scenario. So I would tell that texter based on their experience, maybe get their neighbor to go for a ride with them or their friend or their spouse, somebody else to get a second set of ears there and say, okay, you know, I've heard that before. I think you're okay for a little bit. Or, you know what, I've never heard that. That sounds bad. You better get in right away. All right, very good. Uh, Nick, we're going to take a break for weather. We'll have more show to come. Keep in mind that Nick's going to be with us till just about 745. So if you have a question or a call, 651-461-9226. Here on News Talk 830, this is WCCO. On this Saturday morning fishing opener weekend, it's uh, our CCO car show. And we uh, we have uh, Nick Stoffel, our uh, friend at Lloyd's Automotive, helping you out this morning. Uh, Nick, uh, boy, again, our, our time is limited, and we have a lot of calls, a lot of textures. Let's see how many folks we can help out before you take your leave here. Uh, here's a uh, 2009 Honda Accord. Change the oil regularly. Uh, it doesn't smoke, meaning the car, or leak oil, but still it uses oil. A new oil change three weeks later, two quarts down. Question is, why is it using oil? Well, two quarts is more, especially in such a short time frame, it's, it's possible that it's burning oil. So it can either burn oil up through the intake and the PCB system or through the lower end, which involves like the crankshaft, the pistons, and the rings. There are some cleaning agents that can help with that, um, but I think this is when you should take it into your into the into the professionals so they can do a little little legwork. Um, it, it could be as simple as a PCB valve that's stuck. So don't don't think worst case scenario. Yeah, let's do a couple simple things uh, to start with. Um, but I, I would take that into your regular regular mechanic and share that with them, and hopefully they can do a little digging around for you. Well, this next text we got to help out because it's concerning the radio. We want we want that to to, to work. It's a uh, absolutely two thousand four Honda Accord. The radio cuts in and out, uh, shuts off. Then, just wondering, Texture says if it's worth replacing it with the same style radio, or do you know if if, if there are major problems with those radios? I don't know if you've kept track of a two thousand four Honda Accord, but uh, what, what you've run into radio problems a lot in your career. What what do you would you suggest? I, I would say there's a lot of those cars that were made. And as you alluded, I, I don't recall it being a troublesome radio. So I would probably put back in what came out. A couple reasons. It fits right. The wiring's correct. If there's any other uh, anti-staff or anything built into the vehicle or built through the radio security-wise, it's a little cumbersome when you're trying to switch to like an aftermarket radio. So I would, I would even uh, consider even a used one. You know, there's a lot of those cars that were made. So there's probably quite a few of those available in the aftermarket. I would, uh, I would try to find a used one 
If the listener is capable of carefully removing some of those dash panels to gain access, probably not a horrible process. Um, it might be a nice little weekend project for someone. Otherwise, you know, take it in. But I, I would definitely say if it's cutting out and shutting off, there's something internal to the radio is not happy. Um, and I, I would probably buy a used one and get it, get it going again. All right, very good. Uh, here's a texter that says, uh, on a trip up north, uh, had a flat on a brand-new tire. Tire was fixed with a plug. Is it safe to drive with the plug, and how long should that plug last? What do you think? I'm not, you know, there's a lot of opinions on that. Um, I'm not 100% sure. You know, you could probably look online to get what the official ruling is. The tire manufacturer might say that a plug is not an approved repair. Um, but also, if you're on stuck somewhere, you got to do what you need to do. So I would monitor the tire. If it's holding air, if it's driving fine, there's no visual um, uh, flaw in the tire. There's not a bulge or any kind of anything like that going on. I, you know, my, my best guess is probably going to be okay. But like I said, I would probably do a little more homework, look at the manufacturer of the tire, see what their preferred repair is, um, and I would advise that direction. Okay. Here's a listener that says, just wondering if any of the catalytic converter cleaners actually work. So the catalytic converter is a filter for the exhaust. Uh, it's required by law. And it's a good thing. It cleans up any of the, the um, particles we don't want in the air before they get into the air. So uh, if there was some sort of um, buildup or something, I'm sure a cleaner could help. You know, I'm not going to ever say cleaning doesn't help, but if the, if you're getting fault codes for inefficiency, I it's not going to renew or make and bring back what used to be there. You know, it's a it's a filter; it has a lifespan. You know, usually they go the life of the vehicle are very close to it. So if you're having some issues, most likely the in the history of the vehicle it had some sort of misfire that created a, a some damage to the converter. Once damage has been created, you can't undo that. So if it's inexpensive, you want to try it by all means, go ahead but it's not going to repair a broken vehicle. All right. Uh, let's see if we have time for, yeah, maybe another one or two. Let's see. Good morning. This texter says, are the jewel lights on new vehicles LED, and how are they replaced when needed on new vehicles that have them? We will see. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes there's uh, assemblies that you can disassemble, get individual pieces, you know, like mirrors. Mirrors have a lot of that stuff, and sometimes you can buy the little, uh, puddle light or some of those little indicator lights that are on there, but oftentimes it's the whole unit itself. So um, they're much more reliable, and I think they're designed to last probably the life of the vehicle, where the former bulbs would have a, a shelf life to them. So ho hopefully it's not a significant problem going forward, but you know you need, need to be prepared for a potential expensive repair for a light. And, uh, but we'll see. And like you said, going back to the headlight uh, issues, you sometimes it's an easy job, but sometimes it's more uh, labor-intensive. And really, some of them can be pretty costly, can they not? Very much so. You know, there's a lot a lot more going on in that headlight or something than just the headlight anymore. Sometimes there's cameras and there's radars. There's a lot of stuff happening there. So, um, you know, don't be, it's every car on the road now, and it's actually better. The lightings are better. We can see much better at night. Uh, a lot of the safety systems, they're all there for our, uh, our benefit, and they do work. It's just, you know, sometimes when you run into a little trouble, you get um, it gets expensive. On another, uh, another hint from another listener, uh, Nick, uh, for the texter that has a battery going dead, 
Make sure you don't have a power accessories, cords plugged in overnight if you've left uh, uh, chargers in overnight, especially those, I suppose, that have, you know, some uh, appropriate light, green or red uh, light. That's drawing current. I don't know if it would draw that much, but uh, it's a thought. It's it's, it's, a, it's a thought, and on an aged battery, sometimes that's all it needs is a little drain on it. Most of those, like your your cell phone chargers, take a very small amount of uh, usage of power. But if this listener's having an issue, it's a, it's a step. It's a, it, you know, it's one thing to eliminate. So I would definitely agree with that. And Nick, before we let you go, for the folks that maybe need some assistance or they'd love to head over to see uh, you guys at Lloyd's, how do we find you, and how do we call your connect? So once again, we're in, uh, on Grand Avenue in St. Paul, right on the corner of Grand and Chatsworth. Uh, 982 Grand is the building number. Uh, if you ever have a question or need some advice, we're at 651-228-1316. And as always, if you're on your device or your computer, check us out at lloydsautomotive.net. Excellent. Let's do this again next week. What do you say? Sounds great. All right. Thank you, Nick. Nick Stoffley, ASC Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Get ready for Jack Farrell's Wine Chat. Straight ahead here on News Talk 830 WCC, where it's 61 degrees and some showers expected today. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.